it's live, pal. The following contest scheduled for one fall. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. You never came looking for me to prove that you're the baddest. So, I've come looking for you to prove you're not. All over the country, people have been asking me, why, Eddie, why? Week after week, Trying to make me look like a jackass! Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. I'm home. This ain't no disco. Ain't no country club either. This is the Three Count Thursday podcast. So let's go, baby. Chin up. Tits out and watch for the shoe. Hello, everyone. Welcome. 3CT. We are live. Yeah. Twice in one week. How about that? Twice in a week. We are back. We are live. And uh, only two of us this time around. Uh, no, no Matt. Well, Matt will be here. Matt, I think, is late. He's caught in traffic. Uh, no Tim. Tim is taking off this week because our friend... The boar, that's why I'm sporting the shirt tonight. Mr. Pig is uh, going to be battling for the NWA World Heavyweight title, the 10 pounds of gold, uh, this weekend in Virginia. So Tim is getting ready to hit the road with with uh, the man pig. So uh, if you are in the Virginia region and want to check out VCW this weekend, get your tickets. Uh, head over to Boar is War on Twitter. I know he's got the link in the, the info over there. So uh, do that and then check out our pal. Uh, the boar as he takes on EC3 uh, for the uh, NWA World Heavyweight title and everything else down there at VCW. Uh, intern Mark is the walking wounded. He is uh, he's hurt, and hopefully he'll be with us on our Tuesday podcast, which, yes, everyone, yes, two, there will be a regular 3CT podcast this Tuesday. Boy, uh, we upset some people. Boy, Jim. we caught some heat for that, didn't we? Didn't my, we? My, 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 my goodness! To try and do one special thing, and poor, poor Charlie got all upset. Mike, I think, might have forgotten, <laughs> or he just missed us. Which we appreciate the people missing us, but uh, yeah, just so there will be a normal podcast on Tuesday, so you don't have to. Don't fret, everyone. It, it will be back. Um, and hopefully Mark will as well, but, uh, right now, yeah, we're talking about like, we're, we're, we're getting ready to celebrate, uh, 10 years as a show. And, uh, this really is kind of a throwback, Ryan, although you're, you're you're not in, you're not in studio with me, but, uh, just you and I. So Ryan, you all right, Jim, I, I can be there in about seven minutes. You could, you could, which by Ryan time is about. 15 to 20 right around when this show ends and say so you might as well just just stay where you are it's probably am i am i that friend in this group am uh, i the late guy i don't want i feel like there's a couple late folks isn't there uh yeah but you are yes you are it's okay am, it's I, the, a- am I the worst uh yes 
overall. Sometimes Tim can be, but like when Tim's coming here, he's also he's driving from, from like Maryland. State. Yeah. Right. You're right. coming That's from fair. like right up the road. <laughs> I'm coming from seven minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah. come in a trash bag. Um, so yeah, that's on me then. That's yeah. that's yeah, you, that's solely on me. That, but, I, you know what? I accept that. But I feel like the universe balances it out because I'm the guy who's always ten minutes early, which is annoying. You can give give your regards to my wife. I apologize to her many a times for being early. Um, but uh, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there. See what I did. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, I feel like it balances out. It balances out. I don't. Is Mark early? I don't know what Mark is. Mark's Mark. Mark's Mark. Mark shows up when he wants. I think Matt more times than not skews late than early. Um, I don't know. I I'm definitely late. I I will own it. I absolutely will own it. And again, Matt always has more like transit time than I have. He does. He does. So yeah, so Mike, so Mike, we had heat with Big Mac. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Mike says no heat. Say he, it, but... he just missed the late night home listening, so that's what it is. Right. right. Um, Charlie says you are a bad friend, my guy, because he never gets invited for shit. But he loves. But he loves us. What do you mean we never, Charlie? We've you we go invite to invite you all the time. To think. we always invite you. Do you not get the? You never get the invites. We send them care of Denise. I guess Charlie's never gotten the invite. Well, that's. That sucks. Hey, there's Matt. How you doing, Matt? Well, there he is. I'm doing well. You all right, guys? We killed enough time for Matt to get here. I'm doing well. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Is Devin not here? That's good. That's a good thing. I actually didn't Mark's see, not here. I actually didn't see Devin check it. Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh. Nah, there he is. Nah. Oh, crap. Devin does it. Look, people, we can't invite everybody, you know. There's literally just not room for you, Devin. We're, you have, <laughs> you have a uh, huge... Quite the handicap. <laughs> you have a huge right. penis. <laughs> Jim, what, what are they not it. getting invited to? Uh, everything. Uh, everything. I am bad at inviting people. I mean, we're... I never invite anybody. That's the thing. Don't look at me. I am not the planning guy. Matt, we were talking... I'm always the late guy. I think that's I the problem. Mark, Mark sends the invites. That's the problem. That that could be the problem. He's the intern. He's got to do something. Here's the, here's the actual problem. We're all in a group chat. Yeah. And somebody says, like, one concert link. And we're like, oh, shit, we should go to that. And all of a sudden, 15 minutes later, we all bought Creed tickets. Yeah. That's just how it worked. We don't, we don't invite anybody outside of our core little group. Because it's just convenient. Somebody pays. We all PayPal each other. It's not a personal thing. Yes. If you want invited... Send me things, um, but like things that are better than going to like Delaware to watch Wolfgang Van Halen play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look again, and that, that is He's that fine. is that He's is fine. <laughs> I enjoy Mammoth. I'm just not going to drive to fucking Delaware to watch him play for thirty bucks. Like it's one hundred percent. Like you, you, you want to peek behind the curtain? We want to do the the beyond the mat. Like that. That's what happens. Like that, literally, it's there's there's no. There's no intention behind it. Like the other week on take three, I wish there was more thought. The, yeah, I wish there was too. Kinda, not really though. I are there's. I already have so much shit going on that it's. It really, it's no offense. It's a, it's a me problem. It's not a them problem. But like the other week when I was on with take three, because I'm on take with Mike and Joe, like I said how we were going to NXT, the three of us, and Mike went, "Hey, would have been nice to know you guys were going." And I went, literally, it was like. 
we got like oh, those are the guys we actually plan to go to WrestleMania. Right, like with. we're sitting at WrestleMania with them, and we didn't uh, we didn't give them the Iggy that we were going to NXT. I assumed, Jim, you were just you had already said something, and they were like, "Nah." No, like honestly, it was. I think like I think one of us had messaged. We're like, "Hey, NXT tickets are on sale." Um, like, and it was like, we're, I'm buying them. Do you guys want to go? And it was like, yeah, let's just do that because we're going to be there on Saturday night. Matt and Tim are normally the idea guys. Uh, Yeah, I think, I think usually. And I'm just always like, yep, let's do it. Whatever. Yeah. So, so that being said, if they want to sit with us, the row is still open. There's two seats next to us, two seats behind us that are open. Give me a buffer seat because I'm fat. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got the. Well, I mean, so. someone's going to buy that seat no, anyway, won't. Ryan. <laughs> no, no, it's it's, it's not going to happen. It's a pay-per-view so pay per view this weekend, and Jim didn't even know about it. I literally did. I and lear- he uh, suckles from the team I mean, of that, WWE. I learned today that there's an NXT show a while ago. Yeah, this. Uh, so so if, if anyone wants to sit near us at NXT, now's your chance. Message me. I'll tell you where we're sitting. We are not section two twenty. <laughs> row we are section w. concourse row chickies and pete's um so just uh just check is there still a chickies and pete's in there i don't know there it's, is yeah okay it's been yeah. a while since i've been in the arena just had it when we went to the flyers game last week oh nice very nice um but yeah so it just it it just it it, it we're there there's no there's no ill will behind it i just i i want Anybody who's uh, loosely associated with us to to know it is not out of uh, any poor intention. It's just we we have. I, I mean, I'm literally in like, and this is almost warping into a, a kind of like a Tuesday ish portion of this podcast. But naturally, but who who gives a shit? We were we were live on Tuesday. Tim's not here to rein us in. So. Uh, that is un- unless you're trying to invite us to a Tool concert or any Tool related concert, <laughs> as in like. Pussifer or a perfect circle, or another I, I will just tell you no at that. We're just going to tell you no because I don't think any of us are tool guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm a hard pass. Except, oh no, Tim, he's not the tool man. He is not the so tool literally man. none right. of us, none I, of us. Absolutely, I can see Mark really enjoying tool. I, you know what? I, you know what? I it see seems it like too. one of those like albums he just yes. forget that he played it. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Mark's a big Primus guy. Yes, that I, could see. I could see him really into Primus. Yes. Um yeah, so like but I'm in I'm in like I don't know, probably close to f- 10 or 15 group texts. Okay, Jim, get off your high Like voice. it's so like I I just Oh, Mr. Popular here. Ooh. No, I wish I was in less if, if I'm be- I host podcasts. So I have so many groups. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I wish I was in less. But like I I just so I just don't remember. I literally no no intention there. have there. been times where I've almost sent the wrong thing to the huddle up group chat yeah i've been i've been there i i i think one time i did send the wrong thing to the wrong text group and i was immediately like oops sorry about that cousin brian was late no excuses get out of here um yeah he says mark yeah mark i think he's he's sick or he lost the key to his estate or something i don't know uh one one of those two things mark it's a it's a big sprawling estate yeah devin's gonna be sitting by himself while him and his you know well devin um, for what? For mania. He's talking about oh. mania. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you got. So Devin, you just bought one solo ticket. Sounds well, like two. It. One nah. ticket for him and one ticket for his. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, so it's one and then the seat in front of him. The seat in front of him, right? So yeah. it's you know he doesn't have to like sit it next to him. That'd be uncomfortable. Right. 
Plus, he's got to go in like the middle of the row so that he's people aren't constantly stepping over. Well, yeah, over would, that would be out. That would be it cascades down over the seats like a beer snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the visual for you. Good lord, I thought he was gonna sit in like the front row of like one of the upper levels and like dangle it down like, like, hang down like Rapunzel's the hair. There is like Rapunzel's hair. You know those barricades aren't strong enough for that. <laughs> You're not kidding. They're only made out of concrete and steel, for God's sakes. Um, <laughs> Thick coat of steel. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's dive in a little bit here. We'll have some fun, uh, but let's talk about the news. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan Grace is one of the bigger surprises at this year's Royal Rumble. The TNA Knockouts champion competed in the Women's Royal Rumble match alongside the other stars of WWE and NXT. Uh, Grace was eliminated by Bianca Belair uh, after just 20 minutes. Of course, Bailey won the match. Uh, reports are many in WWE were impressed by Grace's performance in the match. Uh, she does, of course, remain under contract with TNA Wrestling. Uh, when speaking to Steve Fall of WrestlingNews.co, uh, Jordan Grace mentioned that she would like to wrestle Belair in, a, in TNA someday. She said, anytime she wants to come over and challenge for the belt, I would love to wrestle her. Uh, now I think anything is possible. Uh, Mickey James is one thing because she had been to WWE. She had a rapport there. Um, but I, meaning Grace, had never wrestled in WWE. I've never been to NXT. I've never been on Raw, never been on SmackDown. Was never in the Performance Center until last Thursday. So now I think uh, anything can happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, that I, obviously one of the one of the surprises. I know we talked about Jordan Grace on on our Tuesday show this week, um, but now that that this, uh, well, I don't want to use Forbidden Door because Triple H said those words are uh, silly. Um, but now that, that this is kind of, you know, the, they would dip their toes in the water and the, and everything went well. Um, do, do you think, and do you want there to be some sort of like crossover event with WWE and TNA this year? Or do you just, if, if random points, if, uh, uncle Allen goes back to the impact zone, it happens if, uh, you know, Zolf Diggler shows up in WWE. That would be awesome. Like, you know what I mean? If they, if do, would you rather see more um, sporadic appearances, or would you actually like to see a uh, event crossover event? Jim, I love that you use Dolph Ziggler after you buried him two weeks. I ago. never be like that's going to be a big thing for the WWE to get right. Dolph Diggler when, back. Ooh, move the oh, needle, Dick Jim. Ah, that'll put asses in seats. He says. <laughs> it's just it's just a cowardly thing to do um i, never no, I don't want an event i think it feels forced okay. um when when aew does it with new japan it's like hey we have this agreement let's force a card together look what we have how neat is this um i'd rather just be organic i'd rather jordan grace show up in the royal rumble i'd rather um like you said uncle allen repay the favor to tna that's a huge moment um that i don't think a lot of people would think would happen um, if that ever does come to fruition, um, yeah, let's let's just have it organically happen. Let's not force WWE versus TNA. That's not necessary. I'd like to see crossovers in the sense, kind of like what Ryan says, let it happen, but do it at those signature events. Like have Nick Nemeth show up at Elimination Chamber, 
um, have someone from the the women or the knockouts division come and be a part of the women's money in the bank ladder match stuff like that i think would be more fun than doing a full crossover event yeah yeah because i i kind of agree with ryan too is 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 that it it doesn't yeah it doesn't feel organic like you know i know that uh is it world's end or forbidden whatever the show is um like I know this event's coming up, so when Tanahashi shows up on Dynamite, it's like, oh, he's just here to set up a match. Like he's just here because he has to be because the pay per view's coming up, as opposed to you know three weeks out of Slammiversary, you know AJ Styles shows up to confront you know uh, Alex Shelley or Moose or something, and it's like, whoa, okay, um, you know. So yeah, I I I'm kind of with you guys. I think that. Having having it be organic and un, un unexpected uh, is is a lot more fun than than you're trying to force it. You know when it was really really neat back at the early stages of Monday Night Raw when ECW showed up. They weren't just forcing pay per views together and matches together. No, ECW shows up in the crowd. Let's 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 have. Uh, WWE run a show in Tennessee and the camera pick up on a TNA wrestler in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Start something that way. Yeah. Don't just force a pay-per-view together. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, Brian here says uh, Jordan Grace absolutely belonged in that ring. 100% man. Like, and, and on on a stage that big... Um, Can we give our listeners dings? Because he deserves a ding for that. He he does. He does. I mean, we've already give me said my ding. that multiple times. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah, remove the ding. I need like a re- I need like a rewind sound rewind button yeah um that. yeah it, it, and at no you know at no point on on a stage that big did she look like she was uh nervous didn't belong anything absolutely a hundred percent um looked uh looked to be a part of of the what the women in uh WWE are doing so yeah I'm I'm all on board for doing more of this sort of thing like I think I think it is it is great and I think I saw I don't know if it was somebody from um somebody from TNA management or might have even been Grace herself saying that like it's it's a win-win for both companies. Like obviously TNA gets a, a huge exposure to to a you know giant audience in in the building and watching around the world, but WWE also kind of gets this oh that's really cool moment that they have done very very seldomly. Um, you know, besides the Mickey James moment a couple years ago and, you know, the ECW stuff and, and what Smoky Mountain Wrestling in the early and mid nineties, there really hasn't been any of, any of this sort of, a, sort of thing. Cause it was always, um, you know, the, the guy that used to be in charge's theory that like, we're the best and nobody else really belongs here unless we own the rights to you. And now Triple H, I think, and, and the management now understands that there is a world outside of, of WWE. Like, yeah, we're we're at the top of the wrestling world, but that doesn't mean like other people don't like other people don't belong. So so absolutely. You wanna come in, you wanna show us what you got? Absolutely, why not? Obviously it helps that uh TNA's under the uh Endeavor umbrella, but business helps business, man. 
And that's, I mean, that opens the door for those possibilities. Like, how cool would it be to see Jordan Grace come back during the Money in the Bank, win that briefcase, and be able to carry that around to both promotions for a year? Yeah, like, I mean, it would be it'd be awesome, and and cash in wherever you want to, or or yeah, come up with creative ways. And by creative ways, I don't mean a you know pink slip on a pole match, Vince Russo. But like creative ways to incorporate people in in matches, man. I think that's uh, uh, let's see. Charlie says I like what they do with NXP, NXT, where people just randomly show up. If TNA um, can do something similar to that, that would make sense. Yeah, exactly. Like we saw mm-hmm. what Ziggler go back there. We saw AJ Styles. Um, I don't think he actually worked a match, did he? But he, I know he was back um, doing some stuff. I think with Grayson Waller. There's been other people who have gone back. Waller went back back and forth. Yeah. Like that, that kind of stuff's cool, man. Um, I mean, heck, Charlotte, you know, she went back and won the NXT women's title um, in in twenty twenty. So, a- a- absolutely, the 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 more the more different brands and different companies can help each other um, in different ways. And 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 here's the thing too: you bring in Jordan Grace, or you bring in Alex Shelley, or you bring in you know whomever. Um, and they kind of get a taste of Royal, the Royal Rumble or the Elimination Chamber or SummerSlam or whatever. When that contract comes up, you know, you already, first off, you already know the type of performer and professional they are because you've brought them in and you've seen what they can do. And now you kind of have that little extra incentive of like, you know, hey, you know, it was pretty cool for you. You know, you had that big moment. Let, let's build off of that. And uh, you know, let's let's get you under contract. So it may help in, in negotiation times as well. You know what I really want to see? What's that? I want to be watching TNA. Uh, let's say it's one of their pay per views, and um, I don't know, maybe midway through the card, near the end of the card, I want our uh, Truth's music to hit, and Truth just comes to the ring and just is like, "WWE, what's up?" And the crowd pops, "What's up?" And whoever's in the ring doing the ring spot. It's like truth. This this is TNA. This is and this, TNA yeah, wrestling. Like, like you used to oh, work here, but like not bad. He just like you don't work out. here anymore. You work at WWE. My bad. And just have him go go backstage. That's the pop I want right there. Oh, apparently the Orioles have acquired Corbin Burns from the Brewers. Wow. How about it? Look at that new management and already making moves. He's a lone wolf. <laughs> what a <laughs> what a what a concept. Uh, Davin says I think it'd be pretty cool if at some point the TNA title would be defended at WrestleMania. Heck yeah, man! Why not? Sheesh. Why not? Why not? Why why not? Um, then Moose can sign all those autographs in ballpoint ballpoint pen. Ballpoint pen. pen. Absolutely, God, piss off, Ryan. Piss me off. It really, it, that thing that lives in your head rent free, man. That it, might be the biggest wrestling related rent free thing in my head at any given time. I can be so at Moose work for you at is like Ref Tanya for me, and I'm like fucking Moose <laughs> with a pen. So that pissed you off more than Dalton Castle just not bringing eight by tens at all. Um, Dalton Castle not bringing eight by tens did suck, but I did get one eventually um, in the aftermarket. What pissed me off about that is he was signing Veda Scott one, <laughs> Dalton Castle, and I was not about to buy a Veda Scott Dalton Castle signed eight by ten. Nothing against Dalton Castle, nothing against Veda Scott. I just wasn't, I wasn't going to do that. But Ryan, that's like a one, one in uh, how many people were there that night? Four hundred. That's like a one in four hundred possible uh, collector. Oh, uh, that was it. That was at LCW. So, yeah, so that's a yeah. could have been a collector's yeah. item, right? Yeah. It could have been. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. So, what I, was, so, I was really bummed about that. So that that lives rent free in your head. Ref Tanya lives rent free in mine. Matt, what lives rent free in your head with with Carlito's apple? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's there apple. it is. Everybody has something. We all have something. Actually, I think mine. My new one is the guy with the the longer I remain unvaccinated, the smarter I look shirt from from uh, York this past Saturday. From York. Yeah. He was the probably the mayor of York. Probably, probably, probably. Um, and uh, Shane checking in with him. What's going on, Shane? How's it What's going, up, man? Shane? Um, yeah, again, congrats to uh, to Lewis G. Rich and Alan Cross on a, on uh, on a career. They they both uh, brought the curtain down on Saturday. So congratulations to uh, both of those. Charlie asks, Are we going to go uh, get the Kurt Angle bobblehead from the Reading Fight and Fills? Possibly. That's months from now. I. Yeah, they did just announce that's, that. That's a that's. Kurt uh, Angle's a pretty big grab for them. Yeah, it's, it's a, a pretty, it's a good a one. Um, and I think they do a wrestling show. I think RCW. I believe. If, if I'm in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think RCW puts a show on afterward. I don't in the concourse. Th- I don't think I've been to a Reading Phillies game since we met Bret Hart, Ryan. I don't think I have either. <laughs> to me, if long. I'm being honest about it. Um, and then before that, it was probably the Ryan Howard game in college, <laughs> where we I were uh, so excited to meet Gavin Floyd. Yep, we let Ryan Howard walk right past right, us. Right, right past us. That was <laughs> when well, I we had Jim. We had Jim Tomey. What did we need? A, and a I sang Elvis on our, the field and truffle shuffled. You, you truffle shuffled. It was a damn Elvis sing along. The the kid who could sing that Elvis fucking kid was a ringer, you. man. That kid was a ringer. And your fat ass is like, truffle, shuffle, and you pulled your shirt up, and you were like, everybody just cheered for the fat college kid. And I beat him. I won. You did. That was a double header, and it was so cold that next the next. <laughs> it was so cold, man. So cold. We there all was like, like seven of us there by the end, and six of us were the group from college. That's about right. There was that one old dude with the scorebook. Like, it was Gavin Floyd's that's dad. At, that's, at every, that's at every baseball game. Um. All right, let's uh, let's dive into this. Since John Moxley and Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler on the week. All right, week number 43. Now, um, I don't think Tim, nope. Tim didn't do the math, so we don't have our uh, uh, our five from the week, and we don't have the updated scoreboard, so make sure you check over uh, on our website, threecountthursday.com, or um, at the link tree uh, in our social media that that can direct link to the standings um, for the updated ones. Uh, there's Tim's picks real quick uh, if you wanted to see them. Mark's not here either. Uh, I think Tim mostly copied mine. Um I think a slight change after the swap, but uh, Ryan, let's uh, lead you off here. Okay, I'm going to go one to five. My that. number one today is Bailey. She won the ladies' Royal Rumble match. About time. She pointed at the sign. She's going to wrestle Graps Mania. Codith Rhodes. He's number two. He won the boys' version of that. He pointed at the sign. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors. Everybody else put them on the list. Did they win something on SmackDown? Are they the new tag new team women's tag champs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jade Cargill looked phenomenal in the Rumble. Um, I thought she really stood out and made her uh, like in ring debut. And then I put Tegan Knox uh, as number five. Jim, you know why I put Tegan Knox? Why is that? Tegan Knox had one elimination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
in the Women's Royal Rumble. Ooh. Jim, you want to guess who Tegan Knox eliminated? Um, was it? We got a sound effect for her. Was was it uh, was it Nia Jax? No. No. Was it? Uh, I guess it was probably Natty, wasn't it? Tegan Knox eliminated Natalia Neidhart from the Ladies Royal Rumble. Her only elimination. She was in the match for maybe I don't know three and a half minutes, but I thought she deserved shouting out for that. Awesome. I appreciate you for that, Matt. Uh, you want to give yours? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll go five to one. Just to reverse things. So Jade Cargill, I thought, like Ryan said, fantastic showing in the Rumble. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors for new tag champions, uh, Kelsey Reagan, former guest of the Icon Show with Ryan and I and Lindsay Snow, are now Shine Tag Team Champs. So congrats to them. Uh, second place, Codith Rhodes for winning his Men's Royal Rumble. First place, Bailey winning hers. And I will also call out Jim and Tim for putting Roman Reigns on their list, despite both of them saying that the match didn't really do anything for them in our Tuesday recap show. I didn't say it didn't do anything for me. I didn't say it was anything special, then. <laughs> I mean, it was a good match. It wasn't... Like, you didn't say you hated it, Jim. No, I mean, I, but I also think it's a compliment to what the women in the, uh, what the uh, women in the Royal Rumble did. Sorry, I was reading comments. Uh, <laughs> Charlie says Natty in her plus threes. Jesus Christ, Charlie. Uh, no, Devin, you're wrong. There is a people's champ, Devin. Call him your ass. Um, uh, yeah, let me get to that right now, actually. Prince Evan, our pal Prince Evan, won the uh, the Royal yeah, Rumble. Drew McIntyre, now Prince yeah. Evan's been revoked. <laughs> I mean, Drew's no, having, I mean, Drew's having his best week. Yeah, he's he's posting me, some good memes. He is. He cut a promo and he put me right to sleep. So it's, it's <laughs> there you I go. Needed. Look at that. There <laughs> we go. There we go. Asleep, I just throw on a Drew promo and I'm, I'm out. Out like a light. There it is. All right, for me, number five, Jade Cargill. Uh, yeah, Poor definitely. Now it's Drew's promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely an impressive debut for Jade. I'm um, curious to see where we go from here, but uh, but definitely a uh, a great uh, first showing for for Jade Cargill. Kabuki Warriors, new women's tag team champions, Roman Reigns uh, remains. The uh, Universal Champion at three. Uh, Cody Rhodes wins the Men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, of course it's at three, Ryan. Don't don't get nasty. Um, Cody Wait, did Rhodes. Did they put him on the cover of TV Guide or something after this? Why? Three? I mean, then he would have been one. If he would have been on TV Guide, he'd have been one. Let's <laughs> let's not even. Man. Like, sorry, Bailey, but you know, Reigns was on TV Guide. Um, Cody at two and Bailey at one with the Royal Rumble wins again for the uh, for the updated standings and uh, and all of that. When uh, Tim gets them updated, you can go to uh, our website or hit our link tree and you can get them uh, get them there. But that uh, that is where only what nine of these left um, till we crown a new wrestler of the year. So uh, that's where we put the put the close on week number forty three. Since John Moxley and Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler.
the three count question of the week all right so um gunther i think this week passed 600 days as uh your intercontinental champion so um a a new uh continuing to build uh on his uh record reign and um so I know we've done Mount Rushmore's in the past. So with the with the achievement and the fact that we you know we talked a lot of like the current uh, newsworthy uh, uh, topical stuff on Tuesday, I thought let's let's kind of dig in uh, to some more evergreen stuff uh, here on Thursday, and uh, we'll do our Mount Rushmore of uh, of intercontinental champions. Um, so I don't know, uh, Matt or Ryan, either you guys want to go first. Do we want to do like one at a time? How do we want to do one at a time? One at uh, a time. All right, Ryan, give us your, your first on your, uh, intercontinental champion, Mount Rushmore. Well, Jim, thank you for selecting me first to give my first You're welcome. pick for the intercontinental championship of Mount Rushmoreing land park my first pick will be the first person to win the intercontinental championship i am carving patrick patterson uh as one of the faces of my uh, mount rushmore all right all right like that matt how about you you're first yeah i was gonna also say pat patterson but now that ryan said that i can't um so <laughs> no I don't not think, playing by these rules. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I, we're not drafting. No. We're not yeah, drafting so Mount Rushmore. Pat Patterson is also the first member of my Mount Rushmore for the same reasons. You have to have the first ever IC champ. Ooh, I well, I don't have. Uh, I don't have the first. Uh, what are we doing here? I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was a rule. Ridiculous. Uh, that's the rule. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know that was a rule. Um, going to tell me you didn't know the rule was you had to have the most reins on your mountain either. I didn't. I didn't get that rule book, man. God. Well, you know what? I'll just start with mine. Um, when I Super Art. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually not even on mine, jackass. Um. <laughs> No, my first one, and it's it's the first guy that comes to my mind when I think of Intercontinental Champion, and it's Mr. Perfect. Like he he just throughout I throughout our childhood when it, it just felt like he was Intercontinental. I knew he only had I think three reigns, but he just that guy. When I think Intercontinental Champion, the first the first person that comes to my mind is uh, is Mr. Perfect. So. Um, Nope, don't even show Mark's picks. You want to announce them? You should have been on the show. Yeah. Can we delete that comment? <laughs> should I? I think I actually can. Uh, <laughs> there it goes. Come on. Good. Yeah. Read it. <laughs> um, uh, Ryan, you're second on your Mount Rushmore. Mark, he has a hat on. How do you even see his haircut? Ridiculous. <sighs> Absurd. Ryan, you're muted. <laughs> That's on me. Well, Jim, I... following the rule book that you've given us, no, um, you have to have the first. You have to have the one with the most reigns. So I had to etch Chris Jericho into my oh! um, 
my Mount Rushmore. That's the rules that you've placed. On I I didn't place any rules. Jericho, <laughs> Pat Patterson, one and two. All right, Matt. Um, so uh, for my next one, I went with the person that I remember as holding the IC title the most during the time that really got me into wrestling, which was during the the Attitude Era, and that was Jeff Jarrett um, and his six reigns during <laughs> that that time period. Um, the the guitar smashing, Deborah showing the puppies. It was all just part of the the flair there. So Jeff Jarrett is on my IC Mount Rushmore. What a time! What a time! Uh, Charlie did have uh, Charlie did have Pat Patterson um, on uh, on his. So um, for me, my second uh, is a guy that in in like the the more recent the more recent era has probably seemed to care more about being intercontinental champion has made it feel more um important and you know even going to back to the talking smack uh segment with him and daniel bryan like at the core of that uh seemed to be around the intercontinental title and that is the miz i believe the longest cumulative uh reign uh in in wwe history uh, for the Miz is held at the most days when you put them all together. So uh, the Miz is my number two. Um, Charlie has Warrior as his two. Uh, Mike has Miz on his list uh, as well. Um, what Devin says, Bret Hart, the Miz, Chris Jericho, before you become a giant asshole, Gunther, and a bunch of emojis. So... Uh, there you go, Mark. Mark is is, Mark. is Gunther becoming the asshole, or is Jericho before he was the? What I think I think. Before, or are you going to become the? I asshole? think Jericho I think before Jim he became be, an asshole. I Jericho's, think he was worried Jim would become an asshole if Devin didn't have Gunther on his list. Because that's how I'm reading it too. I think. I think. Shut your ass. Okay. Um, well, it's a good. It's a good thing he brought up Gunther because the next person on my list, because Jim said you need to have the longest reigning. That's not what I said. Intercontinental champion Gunther belongs up there. I didn't. So Gunther is I my didn't third. Put any rules on this? Here's the deal. I very rarely get sent run sheets. <laughs> I got a run sheet and the rule book this week. No. Nope, nope, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, Matt, you're third. Yeah, so not not to upset Jim and see him become an asshole, I'll put Gunther on mine as well. Um, for that reason, I mean, longest reigning champ, you've got to put him on. Uh, that's the rules. It's, it's not a rule. It's not a rule. Um, Tell me you don't have Gunther on yours. I mean, can I can I give mine? Very rarely do we get a good Ryan sigh like that. So my number three is um, the man that Ryan named, I believe it is at his two oh! is, uh, is Chris Jericho. Dana. <laughs> well, we still got one more. We still, you, you better think yeah. long and hard, Jim. <laughs> well, it ain't that long. And well, you know, um, let's see here. Uh, Charlie has macho. Uh, macho at three. You can tell Charlie's just older, old. <laughs> He's old. 
Just old. Old or old. Uh, Mark says he is the, it's the 2024 rule book. He still has 2023. Well, Mark, if you showed up, you would get the new one. You would get the new rule book. Is he, is he right. flipping off? Is he, is his picture? Show that picture again. I think he is I'd flipping like to, the bird. I'd like to think he is. I think it is. Yeah, he's flipping the bird. If not, we can take that picture and edit it that he is. Jim, you bastard. Um, yeah, that's he's one hundred percent giving the birds. Um Brian says Dean Douglas needs to be on this list. Does he? It's the shortest, man. Does Was he that like eight days? Like Are you serious? Um Yeah, I said Mark, Mark, are you doing the double birds? He said yes, so there we go. Yes. I'll be darned. There it is. And in no in no way, shape, or form did he say anything else, but yes. Um, in the comments, you can go check them. Uh, all right. And fourth, Ryan, who do you have as your fourth? I have the guy who carried the championship into what I believe is the greatest ladder match of all time. It was for the undisputed intercontinental championship. I have razor Ramon, um, as my number four, that was the, um, the, the user pick, if you will, according to the rule book, I could go off script and pick one. It said, your choice, parentheses, you can pick Bret Hart if you want to make me happy, and parentheses. <laughs> parentheses again, that's going to be my pick, and parentheses. Give me a hell yeah. Parentheses again, I'm the host. <laughs> I like parentheses. I'm not. I, I don't know what. I, I don't know what to tell you. You could have just used a comma, probably in one set, but whatever. Nah, you, you parentheses were, were, are more fun were, than commas. You were really racking them up. You get the you so, you 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 get your point home better with parentheses. I'm gonna go with big rays. Big rays. Big rays. Uh, all right, Matt. How about you? Who's your fourth? Fourth is where I have Mister Perfect for the perfect reigns that he held. All those times that he held the title. Sorry, Jim. I know you you did say that we had to at least mention Bret Hart. That's why I jokingly said it when you were about to. Yeah, hell yeah. Got it. Got it. Um, Charlie says he thinks Etch has the shortest reign. I'm not sure. I think Wikipedia disagrees. We don't uh, we don't do research on this because show. when I saw Jim flash up the. Uh, the opening card where like it shows what we're doing as the, the intro is playing. I saw there was a question of the week that I didn't do anything about. And I quickly pulled up. Wikipedia. <laughs> At least you're honest. At least you're honest. And um, I believe Dean Douglas is, is your shortest. I do. At least according to Wikipedia. According to Wikipedia. Well, Dean Douglas and Triple H and Chris Jericho all have less than one. Oh, um and uh and lastly my number four is Gunther. Um this this reign in to make and, and to make the Intercontinental title feel like it means anything, especially with such a horrible design, um <laughs> is uh is is a is a feat that not many not many a superstar could uh, could handle, but big goon. I mean, do we feel that it's he's been holding it for almost two years now? What's that? That we care the title, right? Oh, I think. I mean, I I enjoy Gunther matches. Who's the last person he defended the title against? It was what was it two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago on Raw? I think he just. He has uh, two. 
That okay. You're asking me to remember a show I didn't watch, Matt. I mean, you said that this is this has made the the title relevant. Then you would probably be grasping onto those matches when they happen. You're at the edge of your seat, Jim. Well, I never you said that. The, I'm the no intern, seat, Mark. You only need the edge of it. I'm no, I'm no intern, Jim. Mark. Here. I have known Jim for a long time. I'm a fellow fat guy. We are not trusting the edges of. Oh seats. hell no! I've broken the I'm edge. I'm gonna tell of you seats. that right now. <laughs> I've that's broken not, the edge of that's seats. That's not happening. I've definitely yeah. I've, what I've, Jim did for sure say is how much he loves this new designed Intercontinental Championship, and it really grew on him seeing it around Gunther's midriff. I don't think I mean, maybe I said that. Uh, I was Kofi. I did have to look it up. It was Kofi Kingston. But it is, it is getting defended more than we. I think we had seen the Intercontinental Title get defended uh, in a while, and it's at least been. Uh, I mean, Gunther's been one of the the most visible stars in the company in during this reign, and it, it has been a featured part of of WWE. Um, there he goes, and Mike was Mike was on it as well. It was Kofi Kingston? Um, somebody watches wrestling around here. It's about time. Uh, Charlie has Gunth, Big Gunth as his. Uh, number four as well. Let's see. Mike, I think, had given his full list. Um, there it is. You know, I love, I love that we have a current star highlighted on a, on on something like a, a Mount Rushmore topic because it, oftentimes it's it's kind of these are older wrestlers that are established that have finished their career and we're looking at their entire body of of work but with with gunta it's still very active i mean he's currently in his first reign i think it's awesome that we can recognize um what what gunther is doing right now yeah i had i had debated razor gunth as as my fourth um because razor again one of those guys when we were younger it, it felt like was always around the the intercontinental title picture and it and it always was it and it, i mean when it was there was, was the this? world title and there was the intercontinental title. It just the, the, it felt important. Who? Who? Razor. Oh, the guy in AOP. That's that's Razor. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, Mike had perfect. Away. Perfect. The Miz, Gunther, and Razor Ramon as well. So thank you, Mike, for uh, sharing those picks. Um, yes, Charlie. The name change. Uh, Killed Gunther's career for sure. Um, let's see. EJ had Honky, Miz, Savage, and Gunther um, on his four. Andrew had Macho Man. Honky. <laughs> he had, he, Honky Talk Man is his number one, by the way. <clears throat> he just wanted Honky four times. Honky, Honky, <laughs> Honky, Honky. That's um, a very EJ pick. <laughs> it sure is. Um, Andrew has Macho Man, Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart, and Shawn Michaels. Um, you only read that because it had Bret Hart's name. Of course. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ryan on Twitter. Not you, Ryan. Another Ryan had HBK. I might have answered. I don't remember. HBK, Gunther, Miz, and Bret. And Michael has Jericho, Miz, Perfect, and Gunther. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of similar names. Uh, Gunther, Miz, Perfect come up on, on most. Um HBK gets in there, Razor gets in there, Bret Hart gets in there. Um, so yeah. those are Jim's burners. <laughs> you can't prove that. Don't, just don't track the IP on those tweets, but you can't. 
You can't. I gotta uh, come up with a name nobody will ever expect. Uh, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha, Jim. Just Ryan. Just Ryan. Um. All right, let's uh, let's let's close out here. I know. Don't, don't do that. Just stuff. That's unnecessary tonight. What? Just Ryan. Yeah, just just Ryan. I, all right, just Ryan. It's unreal. Just Jay. Um, I hope Jay tunes in one time and he's like, "What the fuck is the fat guy holding the sign?" <laughs> um, catching me off of a plane. Mike says, "Shocking that EJ picked Honky." No, it wasn't shock. Oh, dark hat. God, he did the he did the sarcasm bit. Um, Samantha Irvin, um, I saw a lot of people um, tweeting about how great she was at the Royal Rumble um, and on Monday Night Raw, and I was like, "Is this isn't like a new phenomenon? Is it like that that Samantha Irvin is is really great at being a, a ring announcer?" Um, in the WWE and I, I saw, I saw someone and I don't, I wish I would have remembered to, um, to screenshot it, but somebody had said that she is already on the level of Howard Finkel as the, the best ring announcer in WWE history and has the potential to be remembered as the greatest ring announcer in WWE history. Um, so not not that we're like doing back to back like Mount Rushmore's. That's not what I'm. I'm. We're not doing that with ring announcers on this show, and maybe we will someday. But for you, but if you had to build a hill with four people, yeah, on build it, a hill, not a mountain, maybe, yeah, but no, a not hill. like a mount, but like a really big it's hill, a high plateau, and it's like it, it's carved out of stone, like it's a big stone hill, yeah. um, but not a mountain. But a big stone hill. Scotty checking in with us. How's it going, Scotty? Hope you're oh, hope you're Scotty. well. Sorry, Jim's such a dick to you on Twitter all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about, man. Um, Scotty's like the sky's blue, and you're like, don't you mean it's off blue, light blue, gray, off, off blue? Is yeah, off it's bl- a new color. Is off, off blue, blue a color? Off blue. Is there off white? Yes, there's off blue. Well, so what color is off blue? Is it? Is that it's like more a? Of a it's like a it's like a blue per, more like a, a bluish lilac. A bluish lilac color. I guess so some I guess that. sometimes the sky could be an off blue then. Yeah. <laughs> um But anyway, I'm sorry. It's okay. We got sidebarred. Um no, not you, Scott. Where, where do you how did where do you think that Samantha Irvine is among among the best? Is she the best? Um to you? When it comes to ring announcers in the WWE history, not ready to put her as the best at this point, but she is making the case that she will end up in the the hill that we put together Good. that we assemble. Good, uh, Ryan. Yeah, I think if you look back at the female um, ring announcers, it's, it would be her, Lillian Garcia. There were a few more. Um, she has surpassed Lillian Garcia. So she is the best female. Um, I would only put maybe the Fink on top of on top of her right now. There's just and 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 like Matt said, I mean it's it's close. I'd have to really sit and think about it. I've also never heard the Fink say Giovanni Vinci the way she does. So 
Yeah, she she definitely um, definitely comes up with some some different and uh, and creative ways to announce certain super a lot to engage the the audience too at live shows. You know, we yes. were we were at that raw in in Hershey, and she did a lot while the cameras were off to keep the crowd pumped and, and invigorated. Jim was up showing his sign, trying to get seen. <laughs> I Jim was. was doing the truffle shuffle. I was. Right. Security threatened me. Jim, it's the kiss cam. What are you? You're just <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Jim, it's the kiss cam. Stop it. I said, kiss this right. No, I just, just um, smacking the poor lady's head in front of you. Just with your gut. That was poor. That was Mark's poor son, <laughs> Alex. Mark. Yeah, that was, that was poor Alex for sitting. Went yeah. to the bathroom, came back wow. with a fucking neck brace on. <laughs> That's what he Alex killed. deserves it. I was going to say, that kid was, that kid tormented us for, for years uh, when we were. What at restaurants and things? Um, no, um, yeah, I don't. It, it's Ty. She is. She is absolutely. I think the best. The best female ring announcer um, the WWE has had, and and that's not a that's not a not a slight on Lillian Garcia or any or anyone else. It's just Samantha Irvin's that good. Um, she she really is, and and has has made has made that 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 position that job really is kind of like made made a whole different personality out of it um which is which is Potential really guess for 2024 lillian garcia <laughs> <laughs> um dude she puts so much into it though like if you ever watch her like she has microphone and her other fist is just fucking clenched because she's putting her whole fucking body into announcing that name that moment i appreciate her passion and yeah. it shows every single event yeah and 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 she's she's always engaged with the product like i don't know if, if you've ever seen any uh if it's ended up in your in your tiktok or instagram um you know in your instagram scrolling it will be now you're welcome um but she yeah like just watching her passion for the product and and just being as as great as she did and, and you know i don't i don't know if the moment on Raw this week when like Cody had her announce him as uh twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four Royal Rumble winner for like a second time once he was in the ring and the music stopped. But like the fact that like just on a moment's notice can just just hit it again and be like just as good, just as powerful, just to, like that it's yeah, it's it's it really is a a talent and for, I think it's it's hard it's hard for me to 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 judge her against the Fink because Howard Finkel was was the ring announcer from like when we started watching wrestling until I mean until he wasn't like until he was on Legends House you know it was he was he was always when I think of the 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 biggest matches and the matches that made me a wrestling fan and, and all of those like moments as a kid watching wrestling, Howard Finkel was always that voice. So like it's, it's, it's tough to judge against the nostalgia of that. Um, but man, she, and I, and, and I think as an adult, like I think I can appreciate that job you know, and what, what she does. And I, and, you know, we have been to tons of, we've been to tons of wrestling shows and we've seen on, on every level, really, really good ring announcers, 
We've seen great ring announcers. We've seen okay ring announcers. Um, so to see someone that is just um, j- what sounds like someone's got a colonoscopy. His cousin tomorrow. Brian have a colonoscopy tomorrow. Good luck Jeez. with that. Um, but uh, the you know, so I can I can appreciate how how good and how talented she is, and and I don't know if I can accurately compare that against the Fink. So I will definitely say she's she's right up there, um, right up there at the top. Um, oh, what was the guy that did the rated R superstar? That was superstar. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I'm drawing up blank. What the hell was Chimmel. his name? Mike Chimmel. Yeah, Tony. Tony, Tony Chimmel. Tony. Tony. He had Kimmel. he had one gimmick with the superstar. That was about it, dude. I felt uh, story time. I felt horrible for Tony Chimmel one time because I'll have to check this out. He said about the uh, she had an interview with Chris Van Vliet. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I'll check that out. I will. Uh, yeah, I have to check that out. Um, Tony Chimmel one time. Uh, there was a we, there was a show at Hershey. It was a just a, a house show, and they had announced that the next. At right right before intermission, they had announced that the next show was going to be an episode of Monday Night Raw. So, like, a ton of people at the old Hershey Park Arena went out and stood in line, got in line to do the box office. But the tickets go on sale right now. It's like all these people, like, flooded out. And, and my- Can you still do that? Like, can you do, do places that have box offices where you can just buy tickets or... Do you just have to get scammed through Ticketmaster? No, I think I think they do. I know, like the Giant Center, like they are a, which seems so weird because you're buying tickets for events at the Giant Center at the Giant Center box office, but they are a Ticketmaster outlet. Oh, okay. So you will still pay the same fee, and in some cases, you will pay more if you buy them there because they have like online, they have like online exclusive pricing. Okay. Uh, it is absolutely stupid. Um, but my my dad went out and stood pretty much the whole second half of the show. Got in line, got tickets. Monday Night Raw, like maybe two or three weeks before the show, they announced that it was moved to a Sunday night and it would not be televised. Oh no! When Tony Chimmel came through the the curtain to to ring announce that night. I have never heard a Hershey crowd so mad. I was wow. like, man, poor like, this man, poor man is just doing his job. Um Mark, we gotta we gotta run in from intern Mark. Oh, jeez, here we go. I've been sitting back listening. Oh you guys god. haven't once mentioned oh my god. Mount Joy Mini. Oh my god, Mark. I'm very upset. Oh my Mark, god. Mark, you sound awful. You sound terrible. Oh. Did you eat a porcupine? Yes. I feel better than I did an hour ago. I can tell you that. My God, it sounds like you were swallowing asphalt, or as we like to call it, the taters at the Mount Joy Diner. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Can't even do his gimmicks. Oh, my God, Mark. (laughs) Oh, it's rough. Oh, my God. It is rough. But he is right. We haven't mentioned Mount Joy Mini, so let's all take a moment to hope that that damn thing gets hit by a truck tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, Amen. Or whenever Matthew. it is. Amen. Right out there in Main Street. <laughs> Dude, that squeak toy was the perfect. That that was it. We're not going to get any better than that. that Let's was, just shut that the truck down. crying out in pain as the truck rumbles over her. Oh, my God. 
Um, or Mountjoy May. Scotty says he didn't watch the show on Tuesday. He disliked Cody winning. He said the crowd will turn him in after he beats Reigns. Maybe, I bet they but will. He, hope he loses. Charlie or uh, Scotty, you've also been saying that they were going to turn on Cody since last Mania. So maybe they just won't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but if they do, so what? Then he's a heel. See, he gets harassed on Twitter and harassed here. Can't the guy have an opinion, Jim? Come on. I mean, sorry. I mean, he said he liked JoJo. He did. I like JoJo as well. I like JoJo. JoJo Siwa. My God, Mark, are you you're 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 okay though? We're we're worried about you, my lord. I I was feeling a little sweaty and warm earlier, but (laughs) Scotty's out. I I feel. (laughs) I was sweaty and warm. Mark, have you have you taken a any any sort of test? I don't know what COVID looks like anymore these days, but it, it might. It sounds like it sounds like you. I have, I have not. I I should probably take something. You know, when I'm down to see Mountjoy Mini tomorrow, I'll stop by CVS. Mark, you, you should go see CVS. You should go towns. to CVS first, and then take the test. And then if you have COVID, you shouldn't go to see Mountjoy Mini. And you know what? Thir- no, go give Mountjoy Mini a kiss and, and give it COVID. And the 13 people that are going to be there to watch stupid Mountjoy Mini. <laughs> what time CVS open? Mountjoy Mini's at 7. CVS opens at 6, don't they? Waking up at 7 o'clock to get the prognostication of an effing stuffed animal is insane. Well, Smokey, I'm not... <laughs> Certifiably insane. I'm not waking up at 7 a.m. I'm waking up at six. You're ridiculous. Oh my god! Mark. Starts at seven. Mark, I just found out the town of Brinnerville has a uh, an actual taxidermied groundhog that somebody puts out on their stoop tomorrow, and it's been doing it for years. And it's on the same road that I live on. I've never known this. I'm taking a half day from work tomorrow just to find this already dead rodent. Um. Yeah. I mean, Mark. Even Devin says you should find you should get a COVID test. Do you have any tests, Mark? I don't think I do. We, at one point, we had some laying around, but I think God, if you only had a nurse in the family or something. Jesus, Mark. You you yeah. You li- literally live with somebody in healthcare. Yes. She just yes. went back up to Boston today. She left this morning. Well, yeah, it's because you got COVID. I chased her out. She's like, I'm getting, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, she, she heard your voice and thought it was fucking hillbilly broke in. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of hillbilly, now most times on Groundhog's Day, Mount Joy Mini, but here in Elizabethtown, if hillbilly comes out shirtless, it means an early spring. Now tomorrow morning, he comes out shirting. It means six more weeks of winter. All right. Well, you have to, you have to, Shirted. you have to, sh- you have to send the, uh, the, the security footage. Uh, tomorrow morning. The, the picture that you doodle at the diner tomorrow morning. Yeah. Now, I was I was told if I could bring 50 people to the Mount Joy Diner tomorrow, I get a free breakfast. God. Mark, they, they haven't seen 50 people in that diner since 20, 20 years ago. That's like a John Taffer stress test. Like, holy crap, you'll kill those poor people. people. Can they even so fit that- 50 people in their 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 establishment? Well, he used the vestibule. Oh, okay. Mark, they don't have a vestibule there. 
Well, it's going to be tricky. It's just an old refrigerator box that they hung over so the, the, the ladies don't get rained on when they go out to smoke. <laughs> yeah. You got best, that claw machine that has been since 1993. Get real. Those Lions Club mints have been in there since 1993. Jim, you take that back. They've been there since 95. Oh, they did a restock in, in the mid-90s? The Lions Club mints are available. God. All right. We're going to wrap up the uh, the live show here. We'll see if Mark feels any better on Tuesday. We appreciate everyone uh, tuning in and interacting with us. Um, again, best of luck to our pal, the Boar. Uh, this uh, this Saturday, looking for that ten pounds of gold. Uh, so good luck to him. Uh, safe travel. He's a bore. Uh, you can get us on all of our social media: Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, you can subscribe on YouTube. Please do. Um, you can also subscribe on all podcast platforms and uh, rate and review where possible. Get your merchandise and all the uh, Philly Mania designs over at tpublic.com. Everything can be found on our website or on the link tree in our social media. But until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the pins.